what that music say? Yes, sir, Amos. That music say, good health to all from Rexall. The Amos and Andy Show, transcribed, written by Joe Connolly and Bob Mosier, featuring Ernestine Wade, Johnny Lee, Amanda Randolph, Roy Glenn, Will Wright, Jack Nestle, Jeff Alexander's music, yours truly, Harlow Wilcox, and starring radio's all-time favorites, Freeman Gosden and Charles Carell. Amos and Andy! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Freeman Gosden. You know every product you see with the name Rexall on it comes from one of the big Rexall laboratories in the United States. I wish you could see these laboratories just as my partner Charles Carell and I have. When you saw for yourself the scientific care and skill with which Rexall drug products are prepared and tested, you would know why we unhesitatingly recommend them. We know... And we want you to know, you can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall. Well, it's about time for the annual Mystic Knights of the Sea Lodge Hall outing. The yearly boat trip to Hendrick Hudson Island. With the trip only a few days away, the kingfisher's wife, Sapphire, and her mother are looking over the album of pictures they took on the last outing. Mmm, here's a good picture. Look at this one. Oh, ain't that cute? Oh, look, George, this was taken right on the beach of the island. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a picture of that wheel that washed up. Yeah, yeah, that's a... a... Wait a minute, Baldy, that's me. <laughs> So it is. Yeah, I got my monsters mixed up there, didn't I? Yeah, the one with the fins is the wheel. I remember that. Never mind. Never you mind. Mm, look at this snapshot here. Oh, George, it's you <laughs> with the Hudson River behind you. Yeah. Look at them bull legs. <laughs> I don't have no bull legs. Oh, no. In this picture, you straddles that river like the George Washington Bridge. Watch <laughs> that cackle there, Mama. Somebody liable to come along and slip an egg under you. Yeah. Uh, what is this picture here? Oh, that's one of the games we played. There's that young widow Jackson finishing the hundred-yard day. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I never seen a gal run that fast in my life. Of course, we didn't find out till later that Andy was chasing her, though, is he? <laughs> oh, I bet we'll have even a bigger and better outing this year. Now, wait a minute now. After last year's clam big, I think we done called off the future Tormain festivals. Why, what are you talking about, George? The outing is set for next Sunday, and I want you to hire the boat today. Yeah, the same one we got last year. The Mariposa. Yes, George, and you better stock up on the food and the soft drinks and everything. Now, wait a minute, you hold it, hold it there. Where are we getting the money for all these gay doings? Why, George, after we had that raffle at Christmas time for the outing fund, we collected over $500. You have it in the large hall safe. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot I had it there. Yeah, got it locked right in there, don't I? <laughs> 
everybody's looking forward to it. The members, the women's auxiliary, everybody. <laughs> Just think what it would be like if we didn't have the money down there in the large safe. Wouldn't that be a terrible thing? Yeah, it sure is. I mean, it sure would be, yeah. <laughs> Kingfish, you mean to say that you done spent the money the brothers collected for the outing? There ain't no money to hire the boat or nothing? Well, I'll explain it to you how it happened, Mander. Yeah. Uh, when the money come in for the outing, I put it in the safe. But uh, then something happened. I took a little out, but I put a little back in. The next time I took more out, then I put back in. Well, the inning and the outing been going on since January. There's more outing than inning, so the outing ain't in. That's all. In other words, uh, between your inning and outing, the outing is out, huh? Yeah, that's the gust of it there. You got a pretty good swing of it. Yeah, well, you better do something, though. All the members is counting on this boat trip. Well, I was thinking of using the money from the insurance fund for the outing fund. Uh. But I don't already done use the money from the insurance fund to replace the welfare fund that... I used to make up the deficit for the health fund, you see what I mean? Well, why don't you fall back on the sinking fund? Well, I've been doing a little till-tapping there, too, Andy. <laughs> if I fall back on that, I'm going to land on a dollar and 38 cents. I can tell you that. Well, what are you going to do, Kingfish? Well, I done merged all the funds, including the bonds and the $10,000 indenture, and I done managed to scrape up $200. I just have to swing the boat trip on that some way. Yeah, but the boat company wants $350 for the Mariposa. You can't afford the boat. Then you ain't got nothing to buy the food and the soft drinks with. Well, I figure I can work that out, Andy. Now, I think we could get a cheaper boat and then uh, cut the drink and the food expense to the bone. Oh, how are you going to do that now, King? Now, well, I done looked up the tide schedule for tomorrow, and we is in for a pretty high tide and some ground swells. So there ain't no use of overbuying on the food. Most of the brothers going to be upset by all their rocking and rolling, so we ought to turn a neat profit on their weak stomachs alone, you see there? Yeah, but listen, Kingfish, them brothers paid their money. They ain't going to let a little thing like rolling around the deck in agony stop them from stuffing themselves out there. Well, it's going to slow them down a little bit anyway. Now, besides that, I got another angle. Last year, we spent $35 alone on hot dogs. I think we can cut that to the bone, too. Yeah, how are you going to do that? Well, now, here is the plan, Andrew. I'm going to put you down in the galley of the ship cooking. Yeah. Now, if any of the brothers manages to stagger down the stairway there for the hot dog, here's what you do. Mm. When you serve the dog, you reaches for the mustard stick with your right hand, and you palms the hot dog out of the roll with your left. <laughs> yeah, but, uh... Even with the boat rocking, the brothers is going to know if they had a hot dog or not, ain't they? Well, uh, that's where the mustard comes in. Oh. We is going to use hot English mustard, and we're going to load it with horseradish. And between the mustard and the horseradish, their gums is going to be so numb, they ain't going to know what happened to them. Listen, you mean that you is going to serve the whole 30 brothers and their wives with one hot dog? No, we better get two in case the first one gets tattered up a little bit. <laughs> now, the next thing uh, is the potato salad. Yeah. Now, we done uh, got eight gallons last year. I think we can get along with two quarts this time. Now, wait a minute. How are you going to do that? 
I go to Palm No Potato Salad, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> and I'll tell you what we're going to look here. You follow, we follow the same principle that we've done with the mustard. Might make a slight change in the recipe. Now, instead of using vinegar, we're going to cut the stuff with energy in. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll take care of that, all right. Now, what about the soft drinks? Well, now, listen, Andy, by the time they get through fighting the mustard and the energy, and they ain't going to be in no shape for no soft drink. <laughs> I think we can cover that situation with four gallons of cold water and a lemon. Uh, well, I hope it works out for your sake. Uh, then we go down to the dock and rent ourselves a cheaper boat than the Mariposa. We can find a good boat down there. Uh, well, it better work, because if the brothers find out about you tapping the outing fund, they ain't going to like it very well. You don't think they'd resort to violence, do you? Well, I don't know. They kind of got it in for you. Special over that little incident over the burial fund last year. Mm, they married about that, huh? Yeah. The burial fund included a bronze casket. And it didn't set too well with some of the brothers lowering Brother Simpson into the ground in that second-hand cedar chest. <laughs> you think they're going to take action, huh? Well, I'll tell you one thing, Kingfish. Unless you come up with that boat trip, you're going to end up just as moth-proof as Brother Simpson was. Oh, yeah, I... Good evening. This is your Rexall family druggist speaking to you for the 10,000 independent druggists who have made the word Rexall part of our own store names. We've done that because we recommend and sell the 2,000 or more drug products made by the Rexall Drug Company. One of the most popular benefits we've ever offered the women of America is the Andelafil Reducing Plan. Here is a really safe, scientific way to lose weight without drugs or counting calories. And it's easy, too. Andelafil shows you how to lose where it shows, up to five pounds a week. Naturally, pleasantly, at a cost of just pennies a day. So start today to be slender tomorrow with the Andelafil reducing plan. Sold only at Rexall Drugstores. Your boat's tied up down here at the dock, all right. Yeah. Say, there's a nice sailboat. Sailboat, Andy? That's what they call a sloop. How can you tell it's a sloop? By the rear deck, Andy. A sloop always has a droop to the poop. <laughs> well, uh, hey, what's that one over there, that big one? Uh, that's what they call a twin focusal uh, brigantine. <laughs> Show me where the focusal is. Oh, you can't see a focusal, Andy, uh, Focuses like a diesel engine, only more powerful, you see. Well, if we're going to rent a boat, I'm glad you know so much about them. Hey, there's a boat we might be able to afford. Focus with your eyes on that over there, look. Yeah, that's about a 40-footer, the Mary Ellen. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, pretty name. Ought to get about uh, 25 or 30 to brothers and the wives on that thing. Yeah, the Mary Ellen. Kind of weather-beaten, but it might do. Hey, look like a sailor sitting there on the deck. Yeah, you look like one of them real old salts, all right. Let's ask him about renting the boat. Uh, let me do the talking to Annie. You got to speak their language or the fellow will jip you every time. Yeah, that's right. Go ahead. Ahoy there, mate. Ahoy yourself. Uh, by the clouds, I'd say the wind was northwest by quarter west off the larboard quarter. By my nose, I'd say it's dead south off the fish market. <laughs> uh, you a sailor? They call me the old salt. 
Well, look, Mr. Old Salt, uh, is the boat uh, Mary Ellen for rent? Taint. Well, we just wanted to go up to the Henry Hudson Island for a day. Still taint. We'd pay you uh, $150 for it. Maybe it is. Well, is it or taint it? Uh... That uh, 150 cash? Yeah. Tis. <laughs> then we can have it for tomorrow? That's right. Uh, just one more thing. Uh, will we have any trouble sailing the thing? Won't have no trouble sailing this boat. Fine. Uh, we'll take it for the day. Yeah, and by the way, uh, we want to do some cooking on it. Uh, has it got a stove and all that? Humdinger of a stove down in the galley. Mm-hmm. Then it's the deal. No, it ain't. Uh, here's your money right here. Tis. <laughs> All right, now, we'll be down the first thing in the morning with uh, 30 brothers and their wives. She'll be right here waiting for you. Fine. Now, see you then, mister. See you then. Come on, Annie. Come on. Let's go. Hi, Tom. Hmm. How'd the fishing go on the old Mary Ellen today? Catch anything? Couple of suckers. Rented them this old tub for a day's outing up to Hendrick Hudson Island. Rented this thing? Do they know anything about it? Nope. Well, why didn't you tell them it ain't your boat? That the former owner abandoned it, the motors was pulled out years ago, and the bottom's all caved in, and when high tide comes in tomorrow morning at ten o'clock, it'll be five feet underwater. Why didn't you tell them that? Didn't ask me. Show is chilly down here at this dock early in the morning, ain't it, Kingfish? Yeah, and it's quarter to seven. The brother will be arriving on the boat here in about an hour. I was just thinking, Andy, we don't know too much about boats. It might be a good idea if you and me went down below and got the motor started, kind of get our hands in, you know? Yeah, yeah, get the motor started. That's a good idea. Yeah, I think the motor ought to be down the stairs here. Now, wait a minute, Andy. On the boat, you don't call it stairs. You call it scuttlebutt. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, let's scuttle ourselves down there. Yeah. Careful there, Andy. It's low here now. Watch your head on the beams. What beams? Ow. Those beams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here's a stove. Here's a stove here. This must be the galley. Yeah, the engine must be back here. Yeah, there's a sign on the door. The engine room. Open it up, then. Wow. It's dark in here. Yeah, well, light a match so we can see the motor there. Yeah. Yeah, that's better. No, it ain't. I still can't see the motor. Wait a minute, Chair. Wait a minute, Chair. Now, hold the mast there so we can all see. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be around here somewhere. No. No fellow would have rented us a boat without a motor, would he? No, Kingfish. That sort of thing is your racket. (laughs) If the engine ain't in the engine room, I don't know where else the engine could be. Well, now, look, Andy. uh, This is the atomic age, boy. This is the age, uh, this is the 20th century here. It is, huh? Yeah, everything is condensed. Yeah. yeah, the motor must be tucked away somewhere in the boat here. Oh, yeah. All we got to do is find it. Now, let's start looking for it. Come on, let's go and look for it. Oh, listen, Kingfish, I is tired. We done searched this boat for the last half hour. The only thing we done found was a rusty anchor chain, old pair of dungarees, and a dead mackerel. The closest thing we found to any kind of propulsion was when I sat down and that crab bit me. Let's not get panicky right away. Now, I'll tell you what we'll do, Andy. Uh, we is here in the back of the boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's the propeller shaft coming in. That's right, Andy. Now, the thing for us to do is to follow that propeller shaft, because 
There's got to be a motor on the end of it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, let's go. Yeah. I'll put my hand on the thing here and follow the thing up. Yeah, that's right. Uh, kind of crawl along here. Keep okay. going. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Mm. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I come to the end of the shaft. Yeah, good. Oh, yeah. Now, now, uh, we'll light a match, Andy, and see if there's anything there. Yeah. Uh, find anything in there? Yeah, it's a tag. A tag? What do it say? Motor condemned by U.S. Coast Guard and removed July 1926. <laughs> and uh, that old salt done gypped us. He knowed this boat didn't have no motor in it. Yeah, well, what are you going to do, Kingfish? The brothers will be here in 10 or 15 minutes ready to sail. Well, I tell you what, Andy. We're going to have to fool them. Now, look here. If we can keep the brothers and their wives all jolly and happy here on the dock... Make them think that we got a big party going, why, they'll never miss the trip at all, you see? Yeah, that's right. If you can get them hooping it up enough, it just might work. But if it don't, boy, and anything else go wrong, it's going to be the end of you. Well, now, listen, Andy, what else can go wrong? Well, I don't know. But if anything else happens on this boat, I got an idea them brothers is going to make mutiny on the bounty look like a Sunday school picnic. Oh, no. <laughs> Now, here is your Rexall family druggist. If you're taking vitamins, take the kind that gives you three big extras, plus red vitamin B12. And that means take Rexall plenamins. Plenamins are the tiny, easy-to-swallow capsules that give you more than your daily minimum requirement of every vitamin with established minimums, plus valuable amounts of iron, liver concentrate, folic acid, and red vitamin B12. Remember that your health, your personal appearance, your ability to earn a living or get along socially, all may be affected by failure to supplement your diet with a dependable, sufficiently protective, yet non-fattening multivitamin product. So it's just good sense to take plenamins. That's P-L-E-N-A-M-I-N-S, plenamins, sold on a strict money-back guarantee at a cost of only pennies per day. Ask for Plenamins at Rexall Drug Stores everywhere. The stores with the orange and blue sign. <laughs> yeah, that's it, folks. Whoop it up, whoop it up. Happy, happy. Fresh air and sunshine. Jolly, jolly. Over the bounding men and all that stuff. Ha, 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 ha. Hey, son-in-law. Uh, yes, Mama dear. This boat ain't bad, but when is we getting started for the island? Yes, George. Some of the brothers and their wives is getting impatient. Yeah, well, we get moving soon. We're having a little motor trouble. Uh, having a little trouble getting it started. Oh, is the motor missing? Yeah, you might say it was, yeah. <laughs> well, another thing, George. I done had six hot dogs and I'm still hungry. Yeah, well, uh, I'll take care of that right away, Mama. Let's have a nice party here now, folks. Be happy, be jolly. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Let's get some action here. Yeah, we gonna get action here. Hey, Kingfish. Kingfish, I want to speak to you. Mm-hmm. The brothers has been complaining about the hot dogs. Yeah, well, I knew, Andy. I was prepared for that emergency. I done took the precaution of buying three dozen hot dogs extra. To give the brothers a fair shake, you might start slipping a hot dog in every other roll, you see? Well, I'm glad you got some new hot dogs. The one I've been palming is getting all wore out. <laughs> skin is hanging off that thing like a peeled banana. Uh, what happened to the thing, Andy? Well, I served a hot dog to that Mrs. DePeister. She's got them buck teeth and she snapped at it before I could palm the roll. <laughs> 
I want to tell you something. That poor hot dog took kind of a beating when I had to pry her pivot tooth out of it. Well, do the best you can, Andy. Uh, get back in the galley there, and I'll keep things jolly up. Hello there, folks. Come on, let's have it. Let's have some fun, you Oh, that's it, gay time. A sailor's life for me. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Oh, ho, ho, ho. It's a sailor's life for me. Hey, Kingfish. Kingfish. I want to worry with you. Oh, Calhoun, what is the trouble? On behalf of the grievance committee, I've got some complaints on the conduct of this here boat trip. Yeah, well, what's the matter? I've got the complaints all read up here in legal fashion. Yeah, read them all. One, hot dogs. It is hereby alleged that instead of hot dogs, mustard and horseradish is being served. <laughs> and it is my contention that the said mustard is a violation of the Pure Food and Drug Act. And the aforementioned horseradish is against the best interest of the brothers' gallbladders. Uh, well, now, that's all been uh, took care of, Calhoun. We're putting hot dogs in the hot dogs now. That's what we're doing. Now, two, potato salad. It is hereby alleged that some inflammable substance has been introduced into the potato salad. As evidence of this, Brother Higgins dropped a lighted cigar on his plate and is now suffering from third-degree burns. <laughs> Exploded on the brush? Yes, sir. <laughs> Number three, lemonade. This alleged beverage, upon being analyzed, was not only found to be lemonless, but contained several foreign objects to wit four bobby pins, a tea strainer, a golf ball, and an unidentified toupee. <laughs> I tell you, Kingfish, some of the brothers had an awful time drinking that stuff. Uh, you mean to say a toupee and a lemonade? Yes, sir. So that's what happened to Mama's poodle cut, huh? <laughs> well, I'm going to have Andy throw in another lemon in there, boy, and that's going to spice the whole thing up. And furthermore, the grievance committee complains that the brothers paid for an alleged boat trip, and there is further holes that... George, come here. Uh, who cares, Sapphire? I want to show you something. Yeah. You have acted in bad faith. You done promised us a trip to the island, and no such trip has been forthcoming. They further maintain that you, uh, that you, uh, that you... Now, that's funny, is I've been talking to this smokestack all this time. Uh, what's this you want to show me, Sapphire? George, look over the side of the boat there. Yeah, the water's come up quite a bit, ain't it? Yes. Well, that just means that the tide is coming in. I know, George, but when the tide comes in, the boat should go up with it. George Stevens, there's something wrong here. This boat ain't floating. What you talking about? It's a wooden boat, ain't it? Why wouldn't it float? The only reason it wouldn't float if it had a hole in the, uh, a hole, uh, a hole, uh, 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 excuse me. Where are you going? Well, I'm going to uh, holler down to Andy in the galley. Uh, Andy, you down there? Yeah. The funny thing, Andy, the tide is coming in up here. Funny thing, it's coming in down here, too. <laughs> uh, is it uh, rising fast? I think so. It just put the stove out in the galley. <laughs> Holy smokes, there must be a hole down there. You think it's small enough to plug up? I don't think so. School of mackerel just swum in here with me. <laughs> well, get out of there fast, Andy. Get out. Oh, me, look at the water. It's starting to come over the sides of the boat. George, George, what's going on here? Well, uh... George, what are we going to do? The deck is getting flooded. Uh, yeah, Kingfish, you better get these people off this boat and get them off here quick, too. You're in charge. Do something, George. What's going to happen? Well, folks, as the captain of the Titanic said, 
I think we is in for a wet afternoon. That's what I mean. Now, quiet, you folks, quiet. Listen, we all got to go back. We, 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 we got to go back. We're on the dock safe now. And if you'll just be quiet, the kingfish has something to say. Don't let him say nothing. Let me at him. I'll punch him in the nose. I'll <laughs> his eyes out. Wait a minute, everybody. Now, wait a minute. Calm down. Calm down. Now, listen, folks. I'm going to talk to you like that great brother that belongs to that great fraternity the Mystic Knights of the Sea. And I'm going to tell you now. That this was all a mistake. My loving children, the fellow that rented me this boat, the Mary Ellen, done gypped me. Just think of a man that would do a thing like that to me. It wasn't my fault, but I tell you, I'm going to refund everybody their money. It's costing me a lot, but everybody will get back every cent they paid. Ooh, well, that's different then. <laughs> now, now, everybody, here's what we're going to do. Now, here's what I want you to get in the spirit of this thing. Now we're up on the dock here. Let's line up here, and we'll march back to the buses singing the famous Lodge Hall song. All right, one, two, three, go. Hail to That was a mess yesterday, all right. I sure was lucky that nobody got hurt on that boat leaking like it was, you know? Oh, yeah, Amos, that was something. But outside of a few wet feet and a couple of cases of tomaine, there wasn't no real damage. Yeah, well, it certainly was big of the kingfish, though, to refund everybody their money back. Big of him. He had to do it. The brothers would have give him a burial at sea right there at the dock if he didn't. <laughs> But that was something. That old salt charter in the kingfish, that no good boat for $150. Yeah, well, I guess this will teach the kingfish a lesson once and for all that it just don't pay to cheat and jip people, Andy. Yeah, you're right. I guess he has done learned his lesson oh, at last. Oh, yeah, ain't no two ways about that. Well, there you are, old salt. $250 for chartering me your boat, the Mary Ellen, for a two-day fishing trip. Uh, she's a good boat, isn't she, old salt? Well, I'll tell you, mate. Maybe she tills and maybe she tins. I don't know what to say. Friends, this is Harlow Wilcox. Be sure to check Rexall's full-page ad in this coming week's issues of Life, Look, Collier's, The Saturday Evening Post, and Country Gentleman. You'll find seven great bargains, good all during the month of May, plus 46 additional fully guaranteed Rexall products, including timely suggestions for Mother's Day gifts. So remember, watch for Rexall's full-page ad in this coming week's issues of Collier's, Life, Look, The Saturday Evening Post, and country gentlemen, see the month of May buys just waiting for you at Rexall drugstores everywhere. The stores with the orange and blue sign. Yes, and don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, to visit your Rexall family drugstore. Thank you, and good night. See you next Sunday. Oh.
For the one woman in ten with sensitive skin... There's Caranome, the beauty aids that are hypoallergenic, carefully compounded of fine, pure, mild ingredients, safe for most sensitive skins. There's a safe, pure Caranome beauty aid for every possible need. Created especially for the one woman in ten with sensitive skin. And sold at Rexall drugstores everywhere. Be sure to be with us at the same time next Sunday when your Rexall druggist will again present the Amos and Andy Show, transcribed and directed by Cliff Howell. Stay tuned for the Edgar Bergen Charlie McCarthy program, which follows immediately over most of these same stations. This is the CBS Radio Network. <laughs>